Welcome to another iGrow season at APC. We're so glad you've tuned in. Our church is blessed with excellent teachers of the Word of God, and our hope is that you find today's teaching enlightening, motivational, and encouraging. To learn more about our church, visit theapc.org or find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's lesson. There's a, a lot of good stuff with his, with his story. I don't know if we'll get through everything tonight. I, I hope so, but I'll try to move. You know, so I don't know if you guys, do you guys mind if we take turns reading some of the, uh, where, there are, where there are spaces in between, um, we can read and, and take turns. And I'll take a turn too also because that way, because there's quite a bit here, but after reading all of it, really, there's only about 15 minutes worth of reading total, but. So that means I got to talk a little bit. <laughs> so, but you know, if we think about um, you know Gideon and how Gideon came about um, in the Book of Judges, we know that Israel was a was a people that you know after um, the death of uh, of uh, Joshua it, um, that uh, the Israel people really fell from the Lord and. They would chase false gods, and they would go after Baal, and and they would serve Baal, and, and God really got to a place where He was just very upset with with Israel when when that would take place, and and He would raise up judges, and He would send them um, prophet. He would send them someone that would would deliver them out of the hands of the people that were holding you know them uh, captive or holding them to a a place of that was not good for them to be in, and and so we know that Gideon is one of those judges that the Lord raises up, and uh, so tonight, I mean, I'm speaking to myself a little bit, and and that's fine, and and uh, but with the with the way Israel repeated their evil, God is the Bible says that God's anger would get hot uh, against them, and. So let's uh, let's start off tonight, and we're going to read in Judges six and eight. I'll read I'll read first here, and it says that the Lord sent a prophet unto the children of Israel, which said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I brought you up from Egypt and brought you forth out of the house of bondage, and I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians and out of the hand of all that oppressed you and drave them out from before you and gave you their land. And I said unto you, I am the Lord your God. Fear not the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell, but ye have not obeyed my voice. So we know God was disappointed in Israel, but God still had a place in his heart to deliver Israel. Um, Not happy with them serving false gods, and Baal was a god of fertility. So if you realize that the people of Israel would go, the Bible says the people of Israel would go whoring after these gods. And so, and he, but he is a loving, forgiving, delivering God, and he is ready to help us. He's ready to supply us with every need that we, we need. And he knows our weaknesses, and he knows our strengths, and he... Uh, 
wants us to just rely upon him. And so if we uh, read in 11 and 12, so hun, if you would, would you, would you uh, read 11 and 12? And if you guys notice my nerves tonight, just realize that's my nerves. <laughs> I'm, and there's some rust here, so, and it's okay. Uh, maybe God will shake that rust off one of these days, and I don't know. We'll see. But thank you. And there came an angel of the Lord and sat under an oak, which was in Ophrah, that pertained unto Joash, the Abiezrite, and his son Gideon, threshed wheat by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Yeah, and so, you know, getting into Gideon tonight, you know, there's a lot of scripture that's here, and, and that's because, you know, we want to go into a little bit of detail. There's, there's a lot there with Gideon, and there's so many good things and so many good messages that you can get from his story. And uh, so God, when he called him a mighty man of valor, valor meaning, you know, that he was a man of great courage, uh, whether it be, especially in battle. And so God, God knew what Gideon already was, and he already knows who we are. You know, and he knows where we've been. He knows how we are and what our strengths are. And God will take those strengths and, and use them to glorify him. And even the weaknesses that we have, God will teach us to, to build through those weaknesses to glorify him. And as, we long, as long as we have God in, in our life, God is going to do those things for us. He wants to help us and strengthen us. And minister to us so that we may be able to also minister to others. Um, so, uh, <clears throat> sis, you want to go ahead and read 13? And Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? And where be all his miracles, which our fathers told us of, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord hath forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. Okay, so we're gonna we'll make this this kind of this is kind of simple here. I mean, how many of us know that we can just get on a plane level with God, and that's and that's what that's what Gideon was doing. He was just being very transparent, and God was okay with that. And and we can be that way today. Uh, we can get we we can get on our face. We can get on our hands and our knees, and we can come to the Lord. And we can just be very open. We can be very real. We can talk to him about our daily issues. And it doesn't matter. God is okay with that. Whether we think that he is there or whether he is not there, we can, and if we question that, we can take that to the Lord. And, and God will help us to have understanding of those issues and those questions that we may have. So, uh, sis, you want to go ahead and read 14? Right, and so a couple things. I mean, one thing is, is now Gideon's got a promise. And thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. God said that's going to happen. And so when God says something's going to happen for you, whether uh, it's, you know, through a word, uh, through uh, his self, through the Holy Ghost, whatever, however he presses you, when, when God says and gives you a promise, God is going to deliver us 
And uh, he's going to come through for that promise. And he's, he's also answering Gideon's questions at the same time. He says, have I not sent thee? I'm with you. Because he's questioning whether God was ever with him or whether he was there. Where was the miracles? Where was the signs that our father spoke about? And he's telling Gideon, he's like, have I not sent you? That's, I'm telling you right now, I am with you, Gideon. And, and so, you know, a lot of times we, we have doubts and we have uh, fears and we have worries and we, we question whether God is with us or not. And, uh, but the bottom line is God is with us. Even when we don't feel him, when we don't hear him, he is still there. Um, and, you know, we have seasons with the Lord and he doesn't always explain everything to us. But the thing is, God has a timing. And when God's time shows up, that's God showing up. And it may not be our time, but he will show up when it is his time. And, I mean, does, has anyone else had a promise? I know, I know God's given me a promise. And if we read in 2 Chronicles seven fourteen says, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and seek my face and pray, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, will forgive their sins, and will heal their land. And God is, is a deliverer when it, comes to, when it comes to his promises. So if you would, sister, would you read 15 and 16, please? Sure. And he said unto him, O my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. So now we're hearing that the Lord is giving him another promise. And he says, Thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. And that, that means not necessarily as by himself, but that may be the size of the situation that we're dealing with. And it could be the fact that it's a small, um, it may be a small group or a small uh, thing that God is, is having deal with a larger issue. And that's, and that's because God is going to receive the glory. And, and when God wants to do stuff like that, when he wants to send us into battles, he wants to send us into situations he wants us to understand that it's him that is doing it, not us. And so, you know, Gideon feels, he feels unworthy. Um, I know there's been so many times I, I have felt unworthy. And I know there's, you know, has anybody ever felt that? I know I have, right? So God, God assures him that he is with him. Uh, Joshua uh, 1 and 5 says that, he will never leave us nor forsake us. So we know God is with us. Even when we have doubts and we, we don't see, we don't hear, we don't feel, but God is there. So God wants us to rely on him and not ourselves. He wants, also, wants us to also make sure that we make ourselves available because it's not us that is able to do it. But if we make ourselves available to God, God will do it through us. Amen. Amen. So if we read uh, 17 and 21, brother, would you? And he said unto him, If thou I have found grace in thy sight, 
then show me a sign that thou talkest with me. Then the angel of the Lord put forth the end of the staff that was in his hand, and he touched the flesh and the unleavened cakes, and there rose up fire out of the, the rock and consumed the flesh of the unleavened cake, cakes. Then the angel of the Lord departed out of his sight. So we have Gideon asking for a sign. Why is that? Anybody Anybody have an idea why why Gideon would ask for a sign? He wants to be sure. He doubt. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's 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 doubting God. He's doubting God. He's he's doubting who God is. Or he's and he's also doubting are you going to use me? Am I am I able to be used like that? And so you know, and, and it's understandable because Gideon knows that the situation, what's in front of him, is huge. I mean, it's a, it's a mountain. If there was ever a mountain, Gideon faced a mountain, and and so <laughs> so it would be it would be understandable why Gideon would question would question the Lord. But um, and you know, and there's there's times I I can know that I've been. You know, I've had things put on me, you know, that God has asked me to do or or wanted me to do or nudged me, pressed me, spoke to me, however it would be. And, and I've asked, I've questioned the Lord on that. I've I've asked God. I said, well, God, would you please give me some confirmation on that? Would you would you speak to me? Would you give me a word? Would you help me to understand? I just want to know and make sure that that I'm not just thinking this thing up and on my own or or just imagining it, but but I want to know, God, is it you that's nudging me? And, and, and God will give you that confirmation. Uh, he will he will somehow, some way, whether it's through someone else, whether it's through the Holy Ghost. I mean, you have to look for, you know, sometimes God has to give you signs, and you have to look for those signs. And, and, and you know, we have to ask the Lord to help us to be sensitive in the Holy Ghost so that we can see those signs or hear those words. Uh, whether it come through someone else or through the Holy Ghost, or, uh, or of course, you know everybody wants to hear a word from your pastor, and uh, but but God isn't always going to use our pastor to give us a word. So and that and that's why God hooks people up together so that He can minister uh, to them and people that will have similarities and, and they're able to minister to each other. And so that's iron sharpening iron. Um, you know there was I can remember a time that. Um, I was at a Papa John's restaurant one time, and I was standing there. We's, and my wife can contest this. There's a couple things, and I was standing there, just waiting on our our pizza uh, to come out to us. And and the next thing I know is uh, these two gentlemen workers were in the kitchen there. I mean, everything's right there in your face. And I can remember these two gentlemen just. Next thing you know, they just yelled at each other, and they locked up, and they were fighting right there. In the in the Papa John's and, and it only lasted for a few minutes, yeah. And, and you know, and I didn't know what that was all about. But uh, after it broke up, you know, the one gentleman was walking walking by, and as he walked by me, I just I just felt the Lord say, "Tell him that I love him." And, and I thought, "Oh no." <laughs> I said, Lord, you got it. I said, nudge me again on that one, God. And 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 lo and behold, I mean, he walked out the walked outside to the front of the restaurant, and the Lord nudged me again. And I went out there, and and I said, Hey, I said, Hey, man, I said, I just want to let you know that you know Jesus wants you to know that He loves you. 
And he just looked back and he said, thank you. I appreciate that. And, and he got, got in his vehicle and he left. And, you know, whether that was for, you know, seed for down the road, maybe so. You know, it, it, but, you know, I'm thankful that the Lord was able to use me and I was able to be sensitive enough to, to just be obedient to the Lord and, and go ahead and do that. And there was, there was another time, and, and she can, she'll tell you that we was at a, a mattress store one time. Um, you, you remember this? We was at a mattress store. It was in Forsyth. And we went in. We was looking for a mattress, and, and there was nobody else in the store but the worker. And we was in there. We just dealing with them and talking to them about prices and, and, and all this stuff, you know. And, and the next thing I know is, I, you know, we, we decided, hey, you know, thanks, man. We appreciate it. We get out to the vehicle, and all of a sudden the Lord's like, I want you to go back in there, and I want you to pray with him. And I thought, <laughs> oh, I said, Lord, I said, okay. So I told, I told Amy, I said, what, what the Lord had just told me. And Amy's like, well, we need to go back in there and pray with him. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, let's go. And we went in there. And, and he, had, he had a disability, like, like a handicap, like injury type mm-hmm. uh, disability that he had been dealing with. Mm-hmm. And, and that was fine. So Amy and I went in there and I told him, I said, hey, I said, uh, I just want to let you know that, you know, we got out to the vehicle and I just really felt the Lord just pressed me very strongly to come back in here and, and, and pray with you. And I said, would that be okay? He said, uh, yes, absolutely. That would be okay. And, 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 and as that, that developed, he began to just pour out and just go through in, into his situation. He had been in a severe motorcycle accident. He was thrown like he was running a hundred miles an hour on this, on this, on this crotch rocket bike and, and ran into, um, I don't know if it was a vehicle that was moving in front of him. I can't recall that, but he said that he was thrown like a hundred feet and, and he lived. Uh, uh, God had his hand on him. And, uh, so I witnessed to him that night and, and, you know, I'm just, I'm just really thankful for that situation in my life. You know, do you remember that? I mean, that's been some years ago now, but, but anyway, those are just, those are just ways, you know, that, you know, um, when we want to, you know, just be a vessel that God can just be sent, that we can be sensitive to the Lord's presence and, and just press when God says go. Uh, so if we could, could, uh, sis, would you want to move on with 22 and 23? Sure. And when Gideon perceived that he was an angel of the Lord, Gideon said, Alas, O Lord God, for I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. And the Lord said unto him, Peace be unto thee. Fear not, thou shalt not die. So yeah, and we're seeing that here Gideon finally seems to realize that he is truly talking to God. And God is truly talking to him. So he's he's finally he's finally got that understanding and he's also receiving a third promise too at the same time. And that is that thou shalt not die. So that's that's some something that you know to hold on to when like we had spoken you know when when God gives us a promise we hold on to those promises and and he knew you know he knows Gideon that had issues and Gideon had an issue with fear and that he that Gideon needed to know again that God is with him and I always want to know that God is with me because because I don't I don't want to walk in life I don't want to walk I don't I don't want to walk and, and, and just feel like I'm on a journey, whether I'm in church or not in church, and not 
not knowing that God is with me. I, I want God with me all the time. I don't want to. I don't want to have to question that. And I just. I need God's presence. I need to hear His voice. So if we could, uh, who's up? Would you like to, sis? Would you like to read for us? Would that be okay? Twenty-five and twenty-six. How many know that God is a jealous God? God is a jealous God. And he doesn't want us serving no other gods. I mean, he's the one true God, and that's just the way it is. And when he told uh, Gideon, he, he said, Gideon, we're going to, you know, I want you to take down that altar. You're going to build me an altar. And you're going to, you know, we're going to send, I'm going to send a message to my people that this is a false God, and I'm the one true God. Uh, and that's... And that's a wonderful thing. And sometimes we, we like to, to have things that become, you know, uh, idols in our lives. And, and we need to, sometimes we need to clean out our closets. Amen. Yes. Um, we just, sometimes we just get into some things and, and sometimes we think that, well, this is, you know, this is, this is okay. It's, you know, it, it may not be God, but it's nothing bad, you know, but mm. is it taking you away from the Lord? You know, I mean, is it causing causing you to maybe not spend quite as much time with the Lord, or maybe it's taking a little bit of our passion and our desire from God. I pray not, you know, I really, I really, you know, but I, I will say, you know, uh, I will admit I'm guilty of that having happened in my life, you know, many, many times. I have been one to, to fall to just giving things time that don't deserve it. Uh, God deserves all of our time. And, and uh, I just want to make sure that I've given him, him as much time as I can possibly give him. Um, so if we could, could we uh, see 30 through 32, would you guys, oh, well, you know what? Maybe we need to get you a handout, brother. We don't have a handout so we can't do it. <laughs> well, you were two participants tonight. Uh, <laughs> we love you guys just as much. Let's don't unturn. So if you go to, you may, uh, you'll have to turn. 30. Yeah, we're on 30, 31, and 32. If you would bless us with that. Then the man of the city said unto Joash, Bring out thy son, that he may, be, that he may die, because he hath cast down the altar of Baal, and because he hath cut down the grove that was by. And Joash said unto all that stood against him, Will ye plead for Baal? Will ye save him? He that will plead for him, let him be put to death, whilst it is yet morning. If, it, if he be a god, let him plead for himself, because one hath cast down his altar. Therefore on that day he, had, he called him Jerubbaal. 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 Something like that. Jerubel. Jerubel. 
insane. He let Baal plead against them, you know, because he has thrown down his altar. Right. So, you know, and, and they're, they're saying that he, you know, that he may die and, you know, Gideon wasn't going to die. God had already told him he wasn't going to die. You know, so that was okay. You know, you could just say whatever you want to me, devil, because well, God's already given me a promise. He's already told me what's going to happen. You can say what you want. I'm not listening to it. I'm not going to believe it. I'm not going to buy into it. You know, and, and, and the devil just, he, you know, I blame the devil. I don't, it doesn't bother me a bit because I just, I will, I don't care. I blame him, you know, <laughs> because uh, to me, everything is a, is a heaven and hell issue. And, and, but the devil would like us to believe the worst and, you know, but uh, it, things are not always that way as what they seem. You know, there was, I can remember a time when, um, that, uh, Quentin was was sick when he originally got sick. I can I can remember that um, we were praying for I don't know two days solid, and I knew that at some point you know that something was going to have to give. We we were told that he wasn't going to make it, and I can remember the Lord giving me a vision of uh, him over the doctors, uh, leading and guiding the doctors in that situation, and, and I had. I had no doubts uh, that that God was going to deliver Quentin through that situation. That did that mean that I didn't struggle with it, or or you know, or let things kind of creep in against me once in a while? Now it didn't doesn't mean that, but but I believe the Lord was going to deliver uh, through that whole situation. That was a very very trying time that we had uh, we had been through, but I knew that I knew that God was going to come through. Um, so if we could. We're going to need to go on to 36 and 40, through 40, sister, if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you don't, if you could, 36 through 40 there, yeah. Okay, so here we see Gideon is still doubting. And he's, he's asking God for some, some pretty big signs and stuff like that. And, and God has, he has no problem with that. As you can see, he, he left no doubts in Gideon's mind. When, when Gideon asked for, for dew, he got dew. And there, there, was a, there was a bowl full of water. You know, I mean, there was not just a, just a little bit in the bottom. No, the bowl was full. God wasn't going to have any more questions. And, and then when he asked for, for that uh, dew to be on the ground, uh, God says, uh, 
that the dew was on all the ground, not just, there, it wasn't just patches here and there. No, but there was dew on all the ground and the fleece was dry. You know, but, you know, I think, you know, personally, you know, as we know, as we know, Gideon was dealing with a lot of fear and, and that's okay because, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a normal thing and it happens, but we know that, we know that it's not of the Lord, but, you know, at the same time, you know, not just him trying to get more confirmation from God, I think Gideon was stalling. I mean, if you really, if you really get into the, into the uh, scripture with this, there's reasons for that, and I don't have time to go into all of that today, but if you go, you go into it, you can really see where, where Gideon may be installing, not just wanting signs, but, but stalling because he was scared. He dealt with fear, and God knew that. And, and you'll see, you'll see as we go on where where God sets up a plan for for Gideon because He knew Gideon had fear, you know. So He's He's not just you know listening, but He's also working. He's working behind us and He's working in front of us, and that's to get us to the point that we need to be with God. Amen. So, so God God knows us. He loves us, and He will help us get through our battles and and our struggles, and you know, and and those. Those times, it doesn't matter whether it's depression, it doesn't matter if it's anxiety, it doesn't matter if it's mental, spiritual, it doesn't matter if it's some kind of an addiction, we know that God will get us through. And 2 Timothy 1 and 7 uh, says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So God gives us peace. He, he, he gives us power. He, he gives us love. So... That is, that is something we can count on from God because he gives that to us in his word. Amen? Amen. So if we go on, we are going to move into chapter 7 now. Okay, and I will, I will read 2. Okay, and the Lord said unto Gideon, The people that are with thee are too many for me to give the Midianites in their hands, lest Israel vaunt themselves against me, saying, mine own hand has saved me. So I, you know, when he talks about Vaughn, that, that means that they are extremely thinking high of themselves and being boastful and thinking that they are the ones that are, are actually uh, responsible for, for, the, uh, for the victory, uh, for whatever that victory may be in their life. And, and, and obviously this battle that, that they're talking about. And so God wants us to know that it's him that is, is taking us through our situation, taking us through the battle and the circumstance that we may be in. Okay, so would you like to go ahead and read 4, 7? And the Lord said unto Gideon, The people are yet too many. Bring them down unto the water, and I will try them for thee there. And it shall be that of whom I say unto thee, This shall go with thee. The same shall go with thee, and of whomsoever I say unto thee, This shall not go with thee, the same shall not go. And the Lord said unto Gideon, By the three hundred men that laughed, will I save you, and deliver the Midianites into thine hand, and let all the other people go every man unto his place. Okay, so we see God saying, by the 300, will I save you? So sometimes that battle that we have in front of us, you know, it may, it may be 
very big. It may be very large. It may be even potentially dangerous. Uh, but as long as we have God, we call upon God, we know that we will be seen and we will be delivered through that battle and that situation. And so if we... Uh, sis, you want to go ahead and read 9 and 11? 9 through 11. And then it says, if you would just continue on 13 through 15, please. And when Gideon was come, behold, there was a man that told a dream unto his fellow, and said, Behold, I dreamed a dream, and lo, a cake of barley bread tumbled into the host of Midian, and came into a tent, and smote it that it fell, and overturned it, and that the, ter- that, that the tent lay along. And his fellow answered and said, there is nothing else save the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel, for unto his hand hath God delivered the Midian, delivered Midian and all the host. And it was so when Gideon heard the telling of the dream and the interpreta- interpretation thereof, and he and that he worshipped, and returned into the host of Israel and said, Arise, for the Lord hath delivered into your hand, the host of Midian. So, and we've talked about the fear issue that Gideon has had, and, and God told uh, him that, you know, that uh, that the Midians would be delivered into his hand. And, and knowing that, that his fear, God has already set up that plan. Of, as we've seen that, we was just talking about that a few minutes ago, where God will set up a plan, because as he knows that we have uh, things that are our weaknesses and, and fear being one of those that, you know, he used uh, uh, Fura to his servant to help him to understand. And, and if you look up Fura, God, God directed him to that servant Fura. And Fura, that, that name means grows. So if you think about that, I mean, as God is ministering to Gideon through all of this, Gideon is receiving so much blessing and so much understanding and 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 he's receiving um just the blessing of god just being in his uh being in the presence of god and just being used of god and as he is growing through this situation it is just it's just thought it was pretty cool that that we could see that that's how god is working and he works in our lives in ways that only he can setting things up in front of us to get us to where we need to go amen and God, God said his hands would be strengthened with, with God. All things are possible for us. And Philippians 4, 13 says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Okay, so if we go ahead, let's continue on. And we'll read 16, 18, and 22. And he divided the 300 men into three companies. And he put a trumpet in every man's hand with empty pitchers and lamps within the pitchers. When I blow with the trumpet, I and all that are with me, then blow ye the trumpets also on every side of all the camp, and say, The sword of the Lord and of Gideon. 
And the three hundred blew the trumpets, and the Lord set every man's sword against his fellow, even throughout all the host. And the host fled to Beth Shittah in Zerarath, and to the border of Abel Maholah, unto Tabith. Okay, and brother, would you uh, please read four and five? Four and five. And Gideon came to Jordan and passed over. He and the three hundred men that were with him faint, yet pursuing them. And he said unto the men of Succoth, Give, I pray thee, loaves of bread unto the people that follow me, for they be faint, and I am pursuing after Zeba and Zamuna, kings of Midian. Right, okay, yeah. So we see that Gideon is executing his plan knowing God is with him. And he's, he's, he's chasing down uh, Zalmunna, Zibah, and, and uh, we know that in this battle that the Lord said every man's sword, uh, God is in the middle of our battle. You know, and that's, and that's what's really, really awesome. When you, when you watch, I mean, the size of this, this, this battle, this struggle that Gideon was in the middle of, I mean, it wasn't even Gideon that was, or the men really that were doing it. God mm -hmm. said that he was setting every sword against his fellow man. Right. Uh, that's, that was God warring for us. And, and a lot of times we don't understand that. We think that we are having to do something that, you know, God is, is, uh, is there though. He's the one that will uh, execute that plan. It, it's, it's not up to us to, to really do it. All we have to do is just go through the motions a lot of times, but not just the motions, but being connected in the Holy Ghost with the Lord and, 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 with, and just relying on God to just take care of us. And He will do that. He's in the middle of our battle even when we don't realize that He is. Amen. Yeah. And so if we remember in, in 8 and 4 that uh, it says that the 300 men uh, and pursuing the two kings. So that, that's something just to, just to note there, the 300 men. And so as we're, we're getting close to the end here, and so if we have, we can open up for discussion questions uh, once we get there. So let's go ahead and read 10, uh, chapter, verse uh, 8 and 10. Is that you, sis? It, now Ziba and Zalmuna were in Karkor, and their host were with them, about 15,000 men, all that were left of all the hosts of the children of the east. For there fell 120,000 men that drew sword. Yeah, and so if you think about that, that is that's that's very very huge. Uh, three hundred killed, or yeah, three hundred that God had set up with Gideon, and they slayed a hundred and twenty thousand. How is that possible? Without a weapon. How is that? Without You know, I mean, you can that can only be done because of, because God says it is. Amen. Um, and if you think about that, I mean, that's like. Our entire church defeating the whole entire normal and Bloomington area. I mean, right. it just ain't gonna happen right. unless you got God doing it for you. Mm -hmm. It's just that's just the way it is. So it doesn't matter. No matter the size of the battle, uh, when God is on your side, 
That's all that matters. It doesn't matter how big it is. It doesn't matter what we're dealing with. It doesn't matter if it's sickness, disease. It doesn't matter if it's family. It doesn't matter if it's, if it's addiction. It doesn't matter uh, if it's darkness. But when we, when we fight these things, God is on our side. And, and when we are connected with God, he will handle all that for us. He will always make sure that his will is done. Amen? And so we'll read and uh, we'll go ahead and this is going to be this is going to be our close here and, and I tried to get everything timed as good as I could so I apologize if anybody's not happy with that but okay so uh, brother would you like to finish off with 21 Then Ziba and Zalmunna said rise thou and fall upon us for as the man is so is this strength and Gideon arose and slew Ziba and Zalmunna, and took away the ornaments that were on the camel's necks. Okay, and, and there and there it is. It it is and it's completed. It's it, it's over. God has had victory in this situation, and God wants us to be able to rely on Him and call upon Him and. And he will lead us through anything and everything that we have in our life and, our, and no matter what the situation and, and it doesn't matter what the size of the mountain is, God will deliver us. He will move that mountain. Uh, Gideon had 120,000 with 300 men and, and the Bible says not one died. Not one. And, and that's just, that's pretty amazing. That's the kind of God we serve. We're going to go through those battles and we're going to be unscathed. Because we have God on our side. Amen? Amen? And Mark 9 and 23 says that Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And if we just believe and if we call upon God and we connect with God, we're going to be able to get through each and every situation that we face. It doesn't matter what it is. And there's a lot of things that we struggle with and we battle with today because this obviously, you know, is a very trying time here on, on earth and and we know we're just trying to get to that end. And, and so God wants us to, to see through Gideon that even when the enemy causes fear, that we conquer fear through God. Romans 8 and 37 says, Nay, in all things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. And that's the sum of it right there. It doesn't matter. As long as we have God on our side, we're going to get through it just like Gideon was. You know, and at the end of the day, you can see where Gideon, where he came from. You know, he was, he come from, he felt like he was nothing. He dealt with a lot of fear and, and God was able to do all that through him and minister to him through the whole thing. And, and you know, so there's, a, there's, a, there's more to Gideon and you guys obviously know Gideon's story. So, but if you do want to, to open up for questions, we can do that and, uh, or discussions. Anybody got anything they would like to bring up? I don't even know what time it is, but we're at quarter till, so we got a few minutes. So, but if if not, we'll we'll call it a session. I see a lot of parallel between uh, Gideon and that and those events that unfolded and, and Moses. Mm -hmm. God spoke to Moses. He, he's like, you know, I stutter. That's I true. That's that. true. And then there was this. Monumental task of going in. You realize how amazing that would be to go get two million people to follow you <laughs> See, out. Yeah. Slave. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, but so, in both cases, it was not the person's 
ability or capability yes. or talents yeah. or speaking ability or right. the size of the yeah. family or any of the above. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. Yeah. With God ready to move you, you just need to go on and let him move. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yep, he just needs us to be willing. And, you know, that's and that's why, you know, through Gideon, uh, there's there's so much good stuff there. And, and I know that we can we can relate to Gideon. I can relate to Gideon for myself, you know, because um, when we, we don't think that we can, um, you know, there's, you know, we can't really. I mean, but with God, we can you know, uh, and that's all that really matters is, is do we call upon him? Do we allow him to just uh, not even allow him? Because, I, and I told Pastor this here a while back, I just, you know, I, I don't like saying allow God because that's just, we don't allow God to do nothing. God allows us. God allows us to do everything, uh, whether it's uh, through prayer or, or however it may be. But God allows us, and he allows us to have choices. And, and those choices sometimes are, consequential and uh but he allows us to do that so but i thank you guys for being a part of this session tonight and thank you for uh, giving me an opportunity so uh brother would you close us out in prayer yes sir lord we love you and praise you thank you for uh, uh the, what gideon speaks what his life speaks to us the doubts the fears we can all identify with that help us to overcome our fears uh, help us to overcome yes, our uh, insecurities and to put our open faith Thank in you, Jesus. because you're the Alpha and the Omega. You're the one that's going to take care of us. We don't, we don't have one more breath without you. Yes, Lord. 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 You. Uh, we don't have another heartbeat without you. Yes, you're, you're the, the great I am, and you're the Prince of Peace, and we ask you to give us that peace and help us to build our faith uh, in this last hour. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.